Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened or didn't happen yesterday? I've been trying to forget, honestly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a stain in my life. It and, is a stain uh, in my underpants. Trying, trying to you know, get over that. It's a, it's a rough patch. It is a rough patch. <sighs> yeah. Um, it, it, it was, it, it, unfortunately, it was names. It was names, names yeah. everywhere, names. Yeah. Apologies. Um, yeah, apologies. I mean, but ultimately, ultimately, ultimately... We are reading this to read this, and right? We've, 
every this is, chapter. This is, all, this is all part of the slog. Every chapter that we get through is another chapter nailed down. And we don't we have to read, read this chapter again. Ever. You know, like, we're done with it after yeah. this. Yeah. And neither do you. you exactly. Know? All you got to do is listen, get through it, and we're done with it. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. So, that yesterday was uh, First Chronicles chapter 4. Sure as fuck was. And today, we are going to be reading... First Chronicles chapter 5. Let's go read this shit. Okay. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there. So head on over and send us some love. Yeah. Okay, First Chronicles, Chapter Cracker Crapper Five. How's <laughs> that again? I well, I was I was trying to get words out, and, and they didn't then, come out. No, they were stuck in your mouth. I mean, it started with Chronicles. Yeah, <laughs> and it just <laughs> it got, evolved from there. And I couldn't recover from Chronicles. Yeah, no. Was, and I was still thinking of Chronicles when I was. There's really no recovering from Chronicles. No. I don't know. Shall we try that again? I mean, sometimes I just fuck up, you know? Right, no, it's true. Okay, First Chronicles, Chapter 5. There we go. That sounds better. All right. There it is. My bad. Sorry, guys. Okay, more names. Ready? I'm ready. The oldest son of Israel was the Reuben Sandwich. Reuben? Reuben. Reuben. I like a good Reuben Sandwich, although I don't like rye bread. I was going to say, I don't like rye bread either. I hate rye bread. Although my mom has this great marbled rye that she gets, and it's actually not half bad. What brand is it? Uh, I think it's Pepperidge Farm or something like that. that Pepperidge Farm. That sounds yeah. correct. Yeah. That tracks. It was, it's not half bad. 
But I just don't want it. But that's I the only it. one that I've ever really kind of maybe sort of not hated. Okay. So. Well, I don't like rye. Yeah, me so either. you can have it. So, yeah, Reuben. But since he dishonored his father by humping one of his father's concubines, <laughs> his birthright was given to the sons of his brother Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Remember? Remember Manasseh? I do, and I do. Didn't Reuben, was it Reuben that also walked in on his dad, like, naked or something? No, you're thinking of Noah. Oh, yeah, that's right, Noah. You're Sorry. thinking of Noah and That was Ham or kids. something. Or yeah, I don't remember. Guys, one of those guys. Yeah. For this reason, Reuben is not listed in the genealogical records as the firstborn son. Wow. Like, not just were you not... You, you were first, but then you just got, like... How do you... But he was, so how do you but not... But he lost the rights as of the firstborn son. Right, but that son. doesn't make history change. But, okay, but we talked about this. He lost the birthright. He so this is more lose... of, like, a, a legal record as yes. opposed to a historical yes. record. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He didn't lose... Um, um, genealogy, like he didn't lose um, DNA, obviously, right, right. but he lost the birthright, the being recognized as such. Got it, got it. The descendants of Judah became the most powerful tribe and provided a ruler for the nation, but the birthright belonged to Joseph. Actually, it belonged to his sons, not Joseph. Right, yeah. I mean, specifically because yeah. his sons were named. Right. They are what made tribes number. Um, 11 and 12. Right. So, yeah. it wasn't Joseph. Right. The sons of Reuben, the oldest son of Israel, were Hanok, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The descendants of Joel were Shemaiah, Gog, Shemai, Micah, Reiah, Baal, and Bera. Baal, really? Really? Yep. Hmm. Let us not forget that that means just Lord. Yeah, Lord. No, yep. I know. But I just... Yep. It's still interesting insofar as we're reading a Bible that's telling us Baal is bad, but then there's Baal as Lord. So because like okay because translation matters, and um, these fucks didn't um, stick with translating yeah on and on, and so people today don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't think they really knew what they were talking about so much back then either. No, 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 no. What I mean to say is that people that are like, oh, Baal, and they're like, bad God. Ugh. Right. And, and I'm like, actually. There was a lot more nuance to it than that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Actually, you don't really know what the fuck you're talking about there. Right. But that's because, okay. honestly, Israelites probably did worship Baal. Not probably. They fucking did. Um, while worshiping Yahweh. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was yeah. something that happened in conjunction, well, not just standalone, but... And the word referred more to the um, idols that they carried than to this other god thing. Right. And, and one might compare that to almost Catholicism or something today, where you mm -hmm. have, like, the saints and everything, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that could be very similar to what they thought back right, then. Right, right. Where there's just all these different intercediaries. Right. I always thought that was weird how you pray to different saints for different reasons and i'm mm -hmm. like this is very not what i imagined christianity, you know, christianity to be yeah yeah and, and obviously that's catholicism but still like it's just really weird to me there's this whole war honestly between catholics and other oh, yeah. non-catholic christians for sure um they like um don't agree on whether or not catholicism is christian and i'm like Right. But it was there before you were, guys. But you could get into just as heavy disagreements between, you know, versions of different Protestant sects that are out there. It's so, true. It's I mean, true. like, it's very, 
torn as to who believes what and why you believe it and how you believe it and you know what means what. right but it's just that as you were pointing out they catholics yes they worship so many different things catholicism is physically a different type of religion yeah it's it's physically a different type of religion right they just practice it differently and they they pray to different intercediaries and that it's just weird right to my way of thinking yeah no i mean yeah, definitely most of the people I knew growing up. I mean, I did have a cousin that was Catholic, but most of the people that I knew growing up were definitely some type of Protestant or, you know, whatever type yeah. of denomination like that. So, yeah, um, so, yeah I'm not used I, – I don't know much about Catholicism um, other than, you know, very outside of the, the group type things. I don't think I grew up with a lot of people that were Catholic, but I can tell you that the first time I ever was around people who were – um, very outwardly Catholic, like attended church and mass right. and, you know, all the things and, and talked about Catholicism all the time. Yeah. That was also the first time that I ever heard people making anti-Semitic jokes. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like, I was in my 30s before I ever heard somebody making anti-Semitic jokes and, and I had no idea that that was a thing that actually happened. Right. And all it took was getting around vocally active Catholics. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there Get you your go. shit straight, you Catholic, Catholics. Right. Stop being nasty. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways. Anyway. Vera. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Vera was the leader of the Reubenites when they were taken into captivity by King tiglath Pileser of Assyria. I remember that name. I do remember that name as well. Bira's relatives are listed in their genealogical records by their clans. Jael, the leader, Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. The Reubenites lived in the area that stretches from Aurorer to Nebo and Baal-Meon. And since they had so many livestock in the land of Gilead, they spread east toward the edge of the desert that stretches to the Euphrates River. Hmm. Okay. During the reign of Saul, the Reubenites defeated the Hagrites in battle. Hagrid! <laughs> then they moved into the Hagrite settlements all along the eastern edge of Gilead. Hmm. Um, we're about to move into a new section of this chapter, and I just thought I would throw out um, that I find it awesome that the January 6th committee just voted to um, subpoena Trump. Right, yeah. Nine zero. That's really vote. fucking cool. Yeah. Now, let's just hope that that actually results in something. It won't. I it know, won't. I know. But it will be nice to see him plead the fifth or say some stupid bullshit right. on live TV. Yeah. I mean, if we can get him there in the first place. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, true. we can't even get him to hand over all the fucking documents <laughs> from Mar-a-Lago, so. Right, right. That is true, but I just find it interesting. I was going to go back to something about what we just read, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to me how, as we're reading through this stuff... They've mentioned it a couple of times now, like there was those rich people in one of the last chapters where they killed people and took over the land because they were rich and needed more land. Mm -hmm. And then these people needed to have pastures for their sheep, and so they took over land and killed people Mm -hmm. for their fucking sheep. Yeah. Like, this isn't about God. This is about fucking livestock and power. And and land. And land. It's it's always about land. Like, don't tell me that this is some high and mighty 
bullshit when it's not. Because it's, it's not. not. It's it, about fucking land grabs it, and power. It's about having enough water to live. Right. And so you create your wells and then you dominate the land and um, your animal feed your animals to take care of your family on that land. Right. It, it starts with land. Gods it's are about just convenient land. reasons to fight other people. That's all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, well, we can fight them because they don't believe what we believe. So there you go. Right. It could just as easily be... Their cows are getting over here in my shit, so I'm going to go kill them. Right, right. That sounds petty. So, yes, let us instead say, I don't like the looks of their god. <laughs> yeah. No, it's differences are what cause strife. You know, I mean, that's you can, you can sure. take it to that level at any point in history, mm-hmm. and that's definitely the case. Like, sure. So, whatever. All right, next section. Next to the Reubenites, the descendants of Giad lived in the land of Bashan as far east as Salika. Joel was the leader in the land of Bashan, and Shafam was second in command, followed by Janai and Shaphat. Their relatives, the leaders of seven other clans, were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jakan, Zaya, and Eber. These were all descendants of Abihail, son of Huri, son of Jeroah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshishai, son of Jado, son of Buzz. Buzz, huh? Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Absolutely. Right. Ahai, son of Abdiel. Did I get that right? Sure. Yeah, Abdiel, son of Guni, was the leader of their clans. The Gadites lived in the land of Gilead in Bashan and its villages and throughout all the pasture lands of Sharon. All of these were listed in the genealogical records during the days of King Jotham of Judah and King Jeroboam of Israel. Mm, Jeroboam, he was that really bad king. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Worst, except worst wasn't. Ever, yeah. Except wasn't. But he was the worst ever. Right. So we're about to enter another new section, and so I thought I would intercede here. from the back section? Let me get some action from the back <laughs> section. I picked it up. You laid it down. Yeah, I picked it up. Um, anyway, I was going to put in some more news that I just oh, read. Okay. Um, the Parkland shooter. Yeah. Um, was just up for, um, what's that called? Where Parole? No. Where mm. you go to jail and they kill you. Oh. He was up for a death sentence. Being executed. Yeah. yeah. But instead he's got life in prison. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I don't support the death penalty, so I guess I am for that, although... I have mixed that's, feelings. That's a rough one. Yeah, I have so. mixed feelings about it. I, 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 There are certain times, while I don't support the death penalty, there are definitely certain times, occasionally in my life, where I wouldn't have lost any sleep right. over something happening sure. to that person. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just saying. I summarize it with just saying I have mixed feelings. Right. Because no, I, I don't want to be a person who supports the death penalty. And I think I think that is most of us. We don't want to be a person that supports that, even though sometimes in our heart of hearts, we sometimes just do. Right. And it's okay to have those feelings and be a little bit ashamed. Well, there, I think there are definitely differences between someone who is a mass killer of kids Mm-hmm. And someone who murders somebody over something stupid, right? Like they, there's a huge difference in in what those things are. Sure, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're and both have, wrong. They're both wrong. I have a bunch of mixed feelings too because part of me recognizes this was a very young person who did this, and who did have mental health issues. Blah 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 blah. But 
had it been a person of color, he would have been dead before he even made it, before he even, like, left the scene. Right. So, right. you know, I, I also recognize that his whiteness protects him from, you know, going through what any any other person would go through. And that's not fair. Right. Right. So... Well, I have to say, like, you know, I, I I have to look at it like this. I, I did go through a thing where I was in an armed robbery and uh, had a gun I had a gun literally at my head. head. Um, and, you know, the person that robbed us was a 16-year-old black kid. And, um, you know, there, there's two sides of me here. Um, the one side is, is feels bad that there's a 16-year-old kid that got caught up in this mess and is going to spend time in jail. The other side is the part of me that had a gun held to my head, and when you're By that, anybody. and when you're that close to a situation, mm-hmm. it makes it hard to to recognize what what the 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 sociological correct outcome should be. Right, right. Um, now I've I've worked hard on like just even as soon as this happened, I've worked hard on trying to forgive and forget and move along and recognize that. You know, there are people in worse situations than I am in life, and that um, you know, it it happened. It it, it happened, and and I don't know that the kid had a lot of control over the situation either. So, I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, I I guess part of me would like to talk to him, but I know I I had thought about that too, because um, I had talked to you about wanting to go visit him in jail, because all right. I could think is this kid, this kid did this thing that. There's no coming back from that. In right. this system that we live in, a black kid does this. There's no coming back from that. Right. His life is now set. He yeah. is forever after. He's a Dayton kid who did this thing and will be in and out of the system. His education, if he even had one, is now just on. Like, I hate that. Even though this person held a gun to my husband's head, I still have empathy to see it from the other side and say, God, I hate that for this person, though, that they were in that situation, that they felt the need or that they were um, in in such a situation that their their lifestyle put them to where to them it it might not have been a big deal. Well, it really pissed me off after it happened because, like, you know, we would tell people the story as to what happened and things. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a certain group of people out there. Um, I'll just let you guys figure it out here as to who they are. Mm -hmm. But um, their their response, without fail, and it wasn't every single person I talked to, but, like, this group of people would respond this way. And they would say, well, well, I I got concealed and carry, and if I was there, this would have ended a different way. And I'm like... It wouldn't have. <laughs> you know, um, it, you're an asshole. So, yeah. like, that's, that's, I, I I don't know, like, to me, even if I had had a gun on me, it's not worth ending this kid's life over it. Right. You know, like, he's coming here to get some fucking, you know, cash and, and, uh, and whatever, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna end somebody's life over it. Moreover, so. I don't think that you would have had time to pull out a gun before you got your head shot off. Right, you know? right. Well, I'm, like, but, but let's just pretend I did, though. Right. Let's just pretend I did. Right. Is it really worth ending a 16-year-old kid's life over a robbery? I don't... I don't think it is. I don't think so either. It, as I mean, traumatic as it was to go through that, right. it's still not worth that to me. Right. And then that's really hard in this area 
because then you get looked down on and shunned as like not being manly or something. Right, like, but they still back down when I confront them on shit. So right, I know. It's funny because they like to act all manly, but like if I actually decide to stand up for something and hold my ground, they'll back down in two seconds. Right, but they're not they're not manly. They're just blustery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad even said something similar. I had my gun on me. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, you would have what? Right, right. <laughs> you know? And then, like, I just want to say, you would have killed a person? That's not very Christian. Right, yeah. You, you literally would have pulled out a gun and just shot somebody in cold blood, huh? Right. That's just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Right. Okay, we yeah, are let's, way let's, the fuck way off, off topic. way off track here. Okay, there were... 44,760 capable warriors in the armies of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Oh, so now we're counting people now, too. They were all skilled in combat and armed with shields, swords, and bows. Damn. Right? It's a lot of people skilled in combat. They were skilled. Skilled. They waged war against the Hagrites, the Hagrids, the Jedites, the Nath... <laughs> The Naphishites and the Nodabites. The what? Nodabites. No Nodabites. No dabbing. No dabs. Yeah. Don't dab. No this is a no dab zone. Right. They cried out to God during the battle and Mwah. he answered. <laughs> 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 Ooh, we are something. We're in, we're, <laughs> rare, we're in rare form today. Yeah, yeah. It's like a clown car. <laughs> we're a clown car, and the clowns we're, just keep we're coming out. We're loopy from the amount of names that have been going through our heads. It's just bouncing around, and they're causing like some, you know, mm-hmm. not quite correct words coming out of our mouths. It's true. Yeah, it's true. There's too many names. And he answered their prayer because they trusted in him. That's what happened. Yeah. So the Hagrids and all their allies were defeated because they had God. their prayers. God. Yeah. Because God. Of course. The plunder taken from the Hagrids. Included 50,000 camels, 250,000 sheep and goats, 2,000 donkeys, and 100,000 captives. Now, there's an army. I was I was wondering when the people, the slaves and the, the um, you know, yeah. the women that they're going to marry on at force, at, at, you know, yes. where they came in. But there, there they are, 100,000 of them. 100,000 of them. 100,000 of them, even. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Many of the Hagrids were killed in the battle because God was fighting against them. Mm. That's why. Yeah. He I wonder what fighting. he, like, wonder what, did he have, like, a shield? Did he have a sword? Was he down there, like, actually using, fighting? Was he using Michael's Did he spear? fart on them? Like, what was it? Like, did he, like, have the some... God fart? So it was, like, yeah. It was, like, like God napalm. Oh, my God. You know? The people of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh lived in their land until they were taken into exile. You know, the Babylonian right, one. Right, yeah. Yeah. They lived there till they fucking didn't. Right. When God decided he didn't like them anymore. Yeah. When they got swept. Yeah. <laughs> the half-tribe of Manasseh was very large and spread through the land from Bashan to Baal Hermon. You don't call us a half-tribe. Shit, we're very large. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from Bashan to Baal Hermon, Sanir, and Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon being Mount Sinai. Okay. The one where Moses went up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, right. With his sneakers. Yeah, the, um, what, what do we call them at the time? They were the, the ones that, um, oh, what's his shit. face? The, the devil sneakers? The, or the devil sneakers. They were the ones that, what's his um, name? The guy Lil Nas X. That, Lil Nas X, that's right. Yeah, that he put, um, some put, blood. like, blood in the fucking yeah. shoes or something. Yeah. Yeah, you should definitely look up, like, Devil Sneakers by Devil, Little Nas X. Okay, listen to me. I love that dude's videos. They are so artistically on point, 
It's not even generally speaking my style of music, but his songs are catchy and his videos are just pure art. Right. right. I love Lil Nas X. Yeah. There no, you have it. They're pretty cool. Yep. These were the leaders of their clans. Efer, Ishi, Eliel, Azrael, Jeremiah, Hodavia, and Jediel. Okay? I love that name, Ishi. 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 Ishi, I mean, it's just, yeah, I know, right? It feels like it needs to say, be said a couple of times in a row, like, ishy, ishy. These men had a great reputation as mighty warriors and leaders of their clans. Mm, okay. But these but. tribes were unfaithful to the god of their Fuck. ancestors. Womp, Always womp. happens back then. They worshiped the gods of the nations that God had destroyed. Son of a bitch. And why did God help them in the first place? Right? Why'd he bother? Right? So the god of Israel caused King Pool of Assyria, also known as Tiglath Pilizar, oh. to invade the land and take away the people of Reuben Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh yeah, as captives. They did something bad, but then he went and got somebody that was worse to go invade the people that sure, did something that's bad. That's what he did. And that's how we solve problems, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. we we make the, the worst person come in and solve the problem for us to kill the, the sort of bad people and then take them away. And then that's how we solve problems of good versus evil. We just. We have somebody that's more evil. If there was it, a problem, yo, he solved it. That's, I mean, whenever I have a problem of good versus evil, I go get the more evil person because sure. they're so much better at fixing yeah. it. Yeah. Like, they'll just kill everybody. You don't got to worry about it. Exactly. You know? So, yeah. it's all you good. You always root for the eviler. Right? That's the way it goes. Not not Duh. the good, not the evil. Once, you vote for the eviler. Once he kills everybody, yeah. then all that's left is evil, and all God's got to do at that point is just send another flood, and he's done. Yeah. Like, it just saves him some work, you see? Sure. That's all it is. Sure. Okay. I, I was just trying to mesh this. Or I'm not sure what happens to the good. Here. I don't know. Seems like there isn't any. I don't really. I don't. I don't think anybody in this book cares. Bad math. The Assyrians exiled them to Halah, Habor, Hara, and the Gozan River, where they remain to this to day. This day, the wow. end. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, there was at least a little bit of things in there to go over. Was there? And then and then we talked a lot about other non-relevant shit. Sure. Like, a lot. Yeah, we did. So there was that. There was Hopefully that. Hopefully that helped tie us through today. <laughs> another and chapter <laughs> done, you guys. <laughs> another chapter done. Applaud. You know what? Take this moment to yeah. pat yourself on the back. You're reading the Bible, guys. Honk your, honk your horn, you know? Honk, honk it. Yeah, why not? There's, beat on, just, beat on your desk. You're just on the highway right now, right? Just honk your horn. Beat on your desk. Fuck it. Stomp your feet. Dude, yeah. Seriously, you just, are reading the Bible. Just scream out loud. No one's going to hear you. Be like, I did it! Yeah, right. Yeah. There. Okay. You feel better? Yeah, I do. I do. All right. Well, that was uh, First Chronicles chapter five. Sure as fuck was. And we'll be back tomorrow with first. With, no, uh, no. With what? With what? We will be back tomorrow with Saturday Q and A. That's what I meant. And then on Sunday we'll be back for Sacrilegious Book Club, right, right. as well as the weekly wrap up. And yep. then on Monday, Monday we'll be back for First Chronicles chapter six. Oh, and if any of you guys do, I, I don't know why you listen to the daily and the weekly, but. I've been fucking up getting the weekly out late lately. I'm going to get this one out on time, damn it. Are this you? one's going to be done on time. Are you telling me or are I'm you telling, telling them? I'm just telling people. I'm telling the them. The universe? I'm telling the universe. Are you I'm telling God? Myself. No, fuck God. <laughs> God ain't real. God ain't real. And on right. that note, yeah. bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. 
But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.